Hi, and welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Susan Desenzi. In today's episode, The Grand Canyon and Flow, The Majesty Within. This episode really came about because I had one of those go-with-the-flow kind of moments where it made me think about the beauty and the majesty of the Grand Canyon and how the Grand Canyon was formed and how there was no resistance from the river to create this beautiful, awe-inspiring wonder of the world, and how we, as human beings, often resist kind of that flow, and what if we were to stop that resistance and truly allow the flow of the universe's friendly, beautiful nature that's always for us, in a way that allowed our majesty within to shine, our magic and our beauty and our awe-inspiringness. So as you listen today, I invite you to simply take a look at where you may be resisting the natural flow of your life and become a little bit more aware on how to begin to go with the flow so that you can create the beauty and majesty that is you. I hope you enjoy the show. I really love how the universe works. I love how just when you think you're traversing down a certain path, or you have this particular goal in mind, and you feel set in that, the universe gives you a twist and a turn and a bump and a shift. And it's basically telling you, hey, girl, go with the flow. And that's what I'm really going to dive more into today, because I just had this experience with that go with the flow kind of moment. So as many of you know, well, by now, this podcast had gone on hiatus for about eight months due to my illness. And if you haven't tuned in to kind of what was going on and what was happening Go back and listen to, I believe it's episode 24, Dear Susan, Where Have You Been? And as you have listened, I hope, to the episode since the relaunch, it became, it it should, I hope, become clear that I have been on this fantastical journey of deeper self-realization and self-awareness, of deeper reflection and introspection, and of really learning all the hidden pieces where not only I was still kind of hiding out, but where I was holding back my work, where I was dealing with limited thoughts and beliefs and ideas about myself and the world around me, how I recognized the depth of our true limitless nature. And, you know, so just when you think then, okay, good, I I have this awareness, I have this consciousness, I'm I have this energy about me that's shifted and changed, and I'm stepping into my full power, my full spiritual expression in such a deep way now, things are going to go smoothly. And that's not always the case. And the thing is, is that I had, you know, finally gotten back online. I I had created a Facebook Live um kind of, you know, a five minute dealio where I got on and I was like, hey, I'm back. Hello. I didn't really go into depth of what was going on or what had happened other than that I had become ill. 
because it's, you know, it's just too much for like Facebook Live, right? And it was a podcast episode. So listen to that episode if you really want to know. But I just really wanted to touch back base. And I had led up to the idea that the hope was that my podcast would launch, relaunch on a specific date. And I had kind of put that out there. And then I had gotten kind of confirmation, so to speak. I mean, I think I made some assumptions myself unfairly, but I had kind of gotten what I perceived to be some basic confirmations that we would in fact be able to relaunch the podcast on this specific date. Well, obviously I'm recording this weeks before the this episode will air. And I just was notified yesterday that my production company in their zest and zeal to, you know, welcome me back and to kind of get the podcast relaunched with three episodes dropping all on the same day as a way to give you all, you know, more to listen to instead of just one episode and you got to wait another week. I was told that, you know, there's just no way we can do it. But I had already put this out there to my community that the podcast was going to launch on that date. And that, you know, now I had to go back and kind of revisit my community and let them know, hey, you know, it's actually not going to relaunch this date. It's getting pushed back a week. And that was cool. That was fine. I, I would never want to create any undue stress for the other professionals I work with who are working hard to help me as a podcaster, right? But the reason I'm deciding, you know, to to record right now and do an episode on this is it became very clear to me that this was no, another one of those universes two by fours, that it wasn't just going with the flow. It was really how it can create such beauty when you stop the resistance. And it made me think of the few times that I have been graced with being able to be in Arizona, witnessing the beauty and the majestic awe of the Grand Canyon. Now, I had the opportunity when I was a kid to go with my family as a family vacation. And I, even then, because I had the awareness since I was four that we are these divine beings living in human form, I had the awareness then of the awe and the majesty of the Grand Canyon. And I knew and had understood how the Grand Canyon had formed. But I don't think that I really truly appreciated the depth of the beauty of what had happened over thousands of years to create the Grand Canyon. And then I was graced with being able to go with my best friend uh, about four years ago to the Grand Canyon to see it and to once again relish in its beauty and its awe. And again, I still don't think that I really understood the full depth of what had to occur on that land so many thousands of years ago in order to create the Grand Canyon in its beauty and magic and majesty now. And then I, for the third time, went the following year with my best friend and her husband and my husband, because neither of our husbands had ever seen the Grand Canyon in person before. So we went yet again. And once again, the ooing and the eyeing and the awesomeness of it. And it wasn't until this insignificant little thing of having to push my podcast back a week 
in the relaunch came about that it struck me that the universe, which is always working for us, it is never, ever working against us. I can't recall who said this. I don't know. Please don't reach out to me and tell me I'm totally wrong if I say the wrong name. But I, I want to say, I haven't researched this. I didn't look this up because this is just coming off the cuff, you know, off my mind right now. But I want to say that it may have been Einstein who had basically said that the universe is always for us. If we believe the universe is hostile, then it is. But essentially, the universe is always, it's a friendly universe, and it's always working for us. And even when it seems like it's working against us, or there's something that's happening that is kind of against our flow, our movement forward, that it it really isn't against us. It really is a friendly universe, and it really is for us. So while I didn't have any emotional attachment to the podcast launching on this date or that date, I, I was well aware of what I was asking the production company to do. And that I even said in my email, hey, if we need to push it back a week, we need to push it back. I didn't feel disappointed. I wasn't bothered, upset, anything. And yet it hit me that I had not been going with the flow, that I had still had this idea and this desire to get this podcast relaunched on that particular date, because somehow that particular date was going to, you know, I don't know, give me another week to reach you, to help you, to create an impact. I, I honestly don't know what the fuck I thought. All I know is that I did seem to be a little tied to the idea that it would launch on that particular date. And so when the universe said, hey, no, not going to happen, it's going to get pushed back a week, it, it struck me how I was still kind of resisting the natural flow and the natural allowance of things happening in kind of the divine timing order, right? in the universe's friendly way of offering up to me this opportunity to kind of sit in a more fully spiritually expressed place with it and allow the flow. And all of a sudden, I started thinking of my trips to the Grand Canyon. And I started thinking about what that land looked like initially so long ago and how this river came barreling through this land, and over the course of thousands of years, it shaped it and formed it and whittled away the soil and the rock to such a degree that it created this beautiful, majestic wonder of the world, the Grand Canyon, and that in its awesomeness, in its work, the rock, the soil, the land didn't resist the water. The water flowed through this land down as it would. And it just literally helped to shape and form to remove all of the, you know, rock and dirt and soil and tree and whatever was present on that land before it looked the way it does today the soil had washed it away because it was unnecessary. The soil, I mean, the water basically had kind of a mission. 
and and I don't mean the water itself had like you know a mission. Maybe I don't know, but the water is an energy form, right? And it and it allowed its energy to simply flow the way it naturally flowed, and in the process of that, it shifted and changed the energy that was the soil, the energy that was the rock, the energy that was the dirt and that was the trees and everything that was present. And it shifted and and carried it forward and onward because it was no longer necessary in that form. And we were left with this wonder of the world, this beauty, this majesty, this magic that makes millions of people look at it in awe and, and with inspiration. And I thought, where are we as a humanity not necessarily living in our flow? Where are we resisting the flow of that water, the flow of that natural beauty that's being attempted to be created as it's washing away the old, as it's washing away the things that are unnecessary? Where are we as a human beingness still holding on to something about that that causes the resistance and causes a pushback against that natural flow. And what if we allowed ourselves to simply literally go with the flow, have ideas, have goals, take action that work toward those, but when the universe offers us a raging river in a moment, or it gives us a a twist and a turn that we didn't expect or a bend in the, in the flow that we didn't expect that as we learn to just literally go with the flow of that, what kind of beauty and majesty awaits us or continues to be created? And it also struck me how nature is really the creator of, of life itself, right? And how we, as human beings, are truly the creators of our own lives. And how, yes, of course, we have choice and we have the cognizant ability and capacity to think and to feel and to reflect and to give meaning to things. And yet, what if, instead of resisting those pieces, whether they come from our past or they come from a current situation, we simply embraced and allowed the flow of that energy within to simply be there. My God, can you imagine the beauty that that could create in each of our lives and how you as a creator of your own life, basically the choreographer of your own dance, you have an infinite amount of power then to create anything it is that you want to create, if you allow the flow to naturally be there as it will unfold and and flow and be without having to make it be something else. Take a look at the river. Can you control the Colorado River? Could someone who was alive while the Grand Canyon was still being formed, parts of it, even if it had been thousands of years already, Do you think that someone who may have been alive in form could have gone down to that river and stopped that flow? Sure, they could have created a dam. They could have built a structure that could have stopped the flow temporarily or could have 
changed the direction of the flow for a while. But over time, as the weather and the waters fell, that river probably would have been overpowering to a degree that would have washed that structure away because it was flowing the way it was flowing. And I thought, where else in my life have I kind of stopped the beauty of my own creation of my own Grand Canyon, right? Of my own representation of my magic, my majesty, my beauty. Where else have I stopped that flow and tried to force it to go this way or that way? And then I found myself even more maybe confused or frustrated or upset or angry or hurt or my God, a gazillion and one emotions, right? And so it was just an interesting kind of introspective universe two by four kind of hit me with something that was relatively insignificant, such as the relaunch of the podcast. I'm not saying the relaunching is insignificant, but the date on which it was relaunching was not the important piece. So in that kind of way, it was interesting to see how I still was kind of stopping the flow, how I was still kind of attached a bit to what I thought, I don't know, it, it, it should look like or whatever by launching one week earlier, right? You know, like, hey, I'm back, I'm here, I'm alive, you know, things are going better, they're going well, I'm getting healthier, and, you know, wow, the, the podcast went on hiatus for a long time, but here it is again, and we're going to launch, and oh my gosh, we're going to launch on this date, only for the universe to say, oh, now we got to go back a week. Okay, cool. And it was just one of those pieces that said, take a look where else I'm resisting the flow. Where else am I not paying attention to my mission and my purpose on this planet, which is to help you step fully into your true power, become fully expressed as you choose to be, have that voice that you desire, follow your potential and possibilities, step into your power completely, allow yourself to create the impact you were born to make. You are here to offer. You are here to serve others, even if that's not your professional capacity, even if that's not your job, right? Let's say you're working at a company and you really do enjoy what you do. You're still making an impact. You don't have to be an entrepreneur. You don't have to be a coach or a speaker or a leader of some sort. But I guess, trust me when I tell you that you are still a leader, whether you feel like a leader or not, because you do have impact on those around you. And to me, being a leader is someone who I, I show you by the way I show up in the world and how I express how to step into your own place of leadership, whatever that means in your life, whether it's with your children, with your partner, with your friends, in your work, in your spiritual life, it doesn't matter. We are all here to create an impact that has a ripple effect for others so that they continue 
to step into who they really are. And with this whole journey I've been on, which, you know, I'm 57 years old, so I've really been on the journey my whole life. But with the awareness of more and more of the journey, especially in the last, like, you know, nine months or so now, it has become really, really clear where I was still fighting kind of the natural flow of things, where I was still resisting, hiding out, lying to myself, not being clear on things because I still had expectations or limited thoughts and feelings and beliefs about something, myself, the, the world around me. It's all tied together. It's really hard to be truly spiritually expressed when you are going against the flow of life and you're looking at some of those negative pieces that say, well, if only I would have done this, then I could have been this already. Or, you know, either I do this or I do that. And the only way is, you know, gosh, I, I, I can't do that thing over there because I don't have enough resources or I don't have enough knowledge or I don't have enough know-how or I don't have enough experience. Bullshit. You just step up, you step out, you move into that place that you feel called to move into and you allow the flow without knowing the how. And I have been taught this numerous times through the years. You know, I've heard it termed getting into the how hole, right? And I don't recall who first said that, but I've heard it over and over again. Actually, today I even heard it. The date of this recording, I heard that again. Just somebody talking about how they get caught in the how hole, you know, learning the hows of things. If we just kind of stopped getting into the how am I going to make this happen? I mean, listen to that, those words. How am I going to make this happen? That doesn't sound very energetically like it's flowing. That sounds like you are trying to force something and make it be a certain way. Well, it's no different than, than ourselves, right? Like as I reflect on my own fears and my own issues, if I'm trying to make it be something other than it is, then I'm not embracing what it actually is, which is a, a pain or a hurt or a belief or an idea. It's a trigger. It's a, an expectation. It's a, a belief. It's something that I hold on to the meaning of, and it thus becomes very resistant to the natural flow of the way things could be going because I'm trying to make it be something else. And it just, it blew me away how nature is really the most beautiful, universal kind of education. And it offers us the most teaching the most reminders, if we paid attention and we looked at what actually is happening. Now, you know, I want to be uh, honoring, too, of the fact that as human beings, we have these circumstances and experiences where, you know, okay, let's say um, I'm moving along in my life, I'm saving some money, I'm living in an apartment and I want to buy a house and I've been saving money for a number of years to be able to buy a house 
and I want to get out of the apartment rental kind of situation and reliance on a landlord who could make me leave at any time kind of thing or sell the building or something like that. And I just kind of want my own place where I can do what I want and I can paint the way I want and I can plant a garden if I want, things like that. And I'm going along and things in my life seem to be pretty good and then I lose my job. And all of a sudden I focus on the fact that, oh my God, I've lost my job. Now what am I going to do? How am I going to pay my rent? I've got to find another job now. What if I can't find another job right away? I only have this much in savings and I've been saving all this other money for the house. I don't want to tap into that, but I suppose if I have to, I will. Oh my God, like shit. Now my plans for buying this house are put on hold and they're pushed out further because I don't currently have a job where I'm making an income and I can keep saving for that house. But the truth is, what if the truth is going with the flow of it Yes, it's scary in the moment. Yes, it's difficult in the moment. Yes, it seems painful in the moment. But the truth is, is that because the universe is a friendly universe and it's always working for you and not against you, what if it's because you're actually meant to find a different job that is, you know, pays more, has better benefits, a better location, you know, maybe even better people that you work with. And and I want to be careful about saying the word better because that in and of itself is a judgment, right? Like, oh, they're better than where I was at before. But the bottom line is you're happier in this new job and you'll actually make more money as well and be able to save more money and get you into that house faster. So the point is I could look at what this what just happened and go, oh my God, I lost my job. What am I going to do? And focus on the negative. Or I could go with the flow of the natural order of the way things are unfolding and look for the gifts. Look for the things that are positive in that, that will continue to help me move forward, evolve and grow to meet the goals that I have set out for myself, such as that example of buying a house. And the truth is that applies to everything in your relationships, in your work, in your business, in your family units, in your own self-growth and and movement forward. Because all I know is that this thing called life has an amazing ability to mirror for us and show us every step of the way, the roadmap and the blueprint to live in the most joy and abundance and happiness and peacefulness. And yet we create as human beings, oftentimes the stories, the narratives, the fears, the doubts that create the resistance, that stop the flow, that don't allow the creativity within, don't allow the growth and the evolution. And then we sit there swirling in that vortex unhappy, frustrated, angry, bitter, whatever we might be feeling negatively. And we keep going, why, 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 why? How do I get out of this? And I guess it's just, it's not about how, because that's the how hole, right? It's, I just am making a decision to get out of it. I'm making a decision that I will not allow this to hold me back the same way as I, as Susan, did not allow the experiences of the assaults in my own life, the traumas, the depth of those traumas, and all the shit that came along with it, I would not allow that and those experiences 
to ultimately change who I am. They are a part of me, but I did not allow them to stop me. I pushed through them and I learned to walk with them so that I could go from barely existing to surviving to thriving to now simply being an experiencer of those experiences. And I, and it just hit me that it's kind of the same way the Grand Canyon formed. The Grand Canyon, the land, the trees, the soil didn't push back. It allowed and it literally went with the flow of the water and it created a beauty and a magic and a majesty that all these years later still make every one of us who go there say, oh my God, this is inspiring and incredible and awesome. And I truly believe that that's, that's you and that's me and that you are as inspiring and awesome and beautiful and magical and majestic as the Grand Canyon and the river that flowed through it to create it. And so am I. And that if we allowed ourselves the permission to get out of our own way and stop resisting, we would open up the channels to flow even more freely. And the beauty and the magic that can be created from that would be literally, globally, humanity life-changing. So go forth and be the most awesome you that you can be. Be the best and highest version of yourself, as I have said many times before, because to me, that is where I believe we are fully spiritually expressed. I wanted to just share that with you today and let you know that we are as beautiful and awe-inspiring as the Grand Canyon, if we simply allow the flow of the rivers of our life to just wash us down that river, wash away the things that are no longer needed, and help form the beauty that is already there. I wish you the most spiritually fully expressed week, and if you have any thoughts or ideas or think I'm cuckoo or anything, I don't care what, reach out to me, susan at susandesenzi.com. I would love to hear from you. And I would love to know how you have resisted the flow in your life or how you're going with the flow now. Because baby, I think that's the only way to live life is by going with the flow. Have an awesome, awesome week. I'll see you next week. Ciao for now. You've been listening to The Spiritually Expressed Human, where conformity is not an option, getting out of the box is critical, and spiritually expressed means becoming the badass of your life while attaining freedom and inner peace. If you're ready to start that process, go to susandesenzi.com and click on the free gift tab to get started. You can also get the link in the show notes. Thank you for being here. And if you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe on your platform of choice. Until next time, be the spiritually expressed badass you are meant to be.